0: Going beyond the headlines, getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR.
1: Good Tuesday afternoon. Wow. No BC wine imported into Alberta? We definitely are going to be revisiting that topic. At 3.30. So start formulating your ideas and your opinions on whether or not you agree or disagree with this latest move by our, by our premier in light of what BC has done in efforts to slow down, if not stop the expansion of the Kinder Morgan pipeline altogether. So we'll do that at 3.30. But this is a topic that that we've talked about ad nauseum. And I always love it when we take a topic and we're able to get a guest to look at things differently. I'm talking about distractions. Usually we're talking about distracted driving, how we're addicted to our phones. We can't carry on a conversation in a restaurant without having that phone right next to us. Oftentimes you'll see families buried in their phones and not spending any time with each other. So I want to talk about the idea of distraction. But is one person's distraction another person's attention? (laughs) David Marno, Associate Professor, University of California, Berkeley, joins us today. He's also the author of Death, Be Not Proud, The Art of Holy Attention. Hello, David.
0: Hello, Angela. Uh, Very nice to talk to you.
1: What is your area of expertise, David?
0: Um, I fundamentally work on uh, literature, actually. So I'm in an English department. Uh, I teach Shakespeare, teach uh, 17th century poetry.
1: I just wanted to set that up for my listeners so they know Uh where -hmm. your thoughts are coming from. Because we talk a lot about a distracted society. But in, in your research, you're saying, what's new? We've been distracted forever, it seems. Um, Very
0: much so. So, um, much of my research focused on uh, poetry, but this is the kind of poetry, 17th century religious poetry, that is very much interested in uh, prayer, influenced by prayer. So, what is my research question? This is breaking news from the Global News Team on Global News Radio 770 CHQR.
1: I'm Tony King. The snow route parking ban in Calgary will be lifted at 7 o'clock tomorrow. Calgary Roads is working on day two of the seven-day snow plan and is nearly complete. And as a result, the ban will be lifted earlier than expected. Please be aware, though, the city says that another parking ban could be issued in the event of significant snow accumulations when another storm arrives tomorrow evening. Stay with 770 CHQR for further details as they unfold from Global News. I'm Tony Kang. And that's good news for those of you who live along snow route parking bands. David Marno, you may not have realized you were interrupted by breaking news, and I know you're coming from California, University of California, Berkeley, so you're thinking that's breaking news, but we have had a lot of snow here, so probably something you can't relate to. David, let's go back to what you were saying, though, because your, your research, as I said, we've had distractions going way back, and I wanted you to get more into that.
0: Yeah. I'm actually originally from uh, Budapest, Hungary, and I haven't seen snow for years, <laughs> so I'm a little bit jealous. It's probably quite strange
1: oh,
0: because okay. it is 70s right now. Yeah. yeah
1: okay. Um, but yes.
0: Uh, so, so, so my fundamental question was uh, about poetry originally, and I was just interested in how prayer, uh, different forms of, uh, of, of particularly Christian prayer, influence poetry, and how prayer itself. Uh, Uh, operated with attention, or what was the role of attention in Christian prayer? This is how I uh, sort of came upon uh, this topic. And then uh, the immediate discovery was that uh, a very fundamental tenet in Christianity, at least since St. Augustine, so very early Christianity, was that distraction is uh, in some way the human condition. That is to say that we are by default distracted at all times. And that struck me as a really, really interesting perspective on uh, some of these modern conversations and distractions.
1: Well, you were looking, as you said, at prayer. So would the act of prayer be a way of being more attentive to try to block out distractions and be focused or attentive on prayer?
0: So this is uh, this is the really interesting and to some degree paradoxical thing that, uh, Um, You may remember, and uh, and listeners may remember, that Pope Francis, just a few weeks, maybe a month ago, uh, said something about how he sometimes falls asleep in uh, prayer, or during prayer. Um, And it really made the headlines, I think, in part because it seemed to fit in with uh, his other relatively liberal uh, 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 statements. Uh, related to religion, but in fact, uh, it is really interesting to consider that statement in the context of attention in prayer. That is to say, what is he saying when he says that he calls the kids sometimes in prayer? And there are two very different uh, traditions into which the statement fits. One emphasizes precisely what you just said, that is to say that the ultimate goal of prayer is to shut out the external world completely um, and become fully attentive, expecting some sort of maybe even union with God. So this is a mystical tradition, that it seems that ultimately uh, uh, one can create such a perfect attention that only God will inhabit the mind at this point. Um, and authors in this tradition very often compare prayer, actually, with sleep. Uh, so what is that could be read as a, as a statement about this intense, alternate attention. But on the other hand, uh, there is a very different tradition which actually argues that... Uh, that uh attention is important but it is not crucial so for instance uh catholics sometimes distinguish between actual and virtual attention when actual attention is when you actually pay attention to something whereas virtual attention is what lingers on even when you no longer pay attention to something but it still makes prayer applications or worthy. and this tradition believes that uh, you can absolutely get this you are allowed to get distracted during your prayer as long as there was at some point an intention to, to pay attention. Mm. So you see the second tradition is very tolerant about distraction actually. And Pope Francis's claim could be very much that in this particular tolerant tradition.
1: So let's let's fast forward to modern day and I would almost think if we are basing it on that, it probably depends on your perspective whether or not attention is a good thing or a bad thing, the same with distraction, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Do do you you understand where I'm coming from? Because I almost wonder, I see distraction as a negative, but distraction for other people might be their opportunity to be distracted but focus on something else. Does that make any sense?
0: Absolutely. So I primarily teach... uh And uh, many of my colleagues do not let uh, students uh, use computers or cell phones in the classroom because, uh, and this is the word that they would use, because students get easily distracted by their cell phones. Mm -hmm. Um, um, At the same time, uh, could you not say that uh, what if they are having a really important conversation, texting with, uh, I don't know, their family that really deserves their attention? It would still seem from my perspective that they are being distracted from my class, but potentially it is much more important for them to pay attention to the other things. So there is a definite uh, degree of subjectivity involved, I think, uh, when we talk about attention and distraction, and it is a value judgment. There's a premium on attention, uh, and there is definitely a critical edge to using the term uh, distraction all the time. But that, re- uh, that does raise the question, I very much agree with you, whether or not um, there is any kind of objective scale on, of, uh, of what we call attention and what we call distraction.
1: So, mm-hmm. I guess when we talk about distraction the most, especially in my show, we talk about it as a negative because it, uh, a distraction when you're driving ultimately can lead mm-hmm. to an accident or um, something very serious. So, I guess that Absolutely. in that case, there's a distraction that we, we see and we understand why it would be a negative as opposed to being a positive, being attentive to your driving.
0: Absolutely. And I think uh, in the example that you mentioned and in many other examples, uh, we use attention as really a synonym for uh, being in control of things, Mm -hmm. but it's not so much about uh, necessarily uh, attention and distraction as much as about uh, uh, whether or not it is in your power to control uh, the things that are happening around you. I think it's kind of fascinating if you just think about the very term paying attention Versus uh, the phrase being distracted, that is to say the first term it, uh, expresses a very, very strong uh, sense of control. It is you who does the paying of attention, and mm-hmm. there is, in fact, an economic uh, value to paying attention as well. Whereas being distracted is something that happens to you, so it's not in your control. Um, but again, I think uh, to some degree we are not talking so much about acts or, uh, or, uh, or anything like that. but rather words. Um, and they have synonyms. And maybe in some of those cases, it would make more sense to talk about uh, uh, being in control or being uh, the one who who has things under uh, their control.
1: Yeah. Uh, David, with all that being said, then, is it uh, good to be distracted or is it bad?
0: Many people argue this is actually something that already goes back to um, the so 17th, 18th centuries. Many people argue that distraction actually is uh, one of the fundamental ways of, uh, of being creative. That is to say, I'm trying to write an essay on a given subject and I get distracted by another subject. But it is possible that actually I write a much better essay on the other subject. Hmm. Was that distraction a bad thing or a good thing? It was actually a source of, uh, of certain creativity. So I think there is a good uh, argument in favor of distraction being uh, useful in certain contexts. Um, But I wouldn't make an ultimate claim either against or in favor of destruction. I would say that these are relatively subjective qualities, and we'd need to look at them in the perspective of of their longer histories.
1: David, thanks Mm -hmm. for the conversation. Really appreciate it really enjoyed it. Thank you, Angela. David Marno, Associate Professor, University of California, Berkeley. Unfortunately, the line was kind of crackly, but I just like to be able to have someone else's perspective on something that we always think in black and white, whereas a distraction is a negative. But in fact, you can look at it and say, wait, we're constantly faced with distractions. Is the idea of paying attention just our own way of controlling things? Or should we allow ourselves to be distracted in the right situation? And maybe something positive will come from it. Let's take a break here because I want to bring back the topic that everyone's talking about since our premier had our news conference at 2.30 when it comes to banning the import of BC1. Is that a big deal to you? Is this the right thing for the premier to do? 403-974-8255. 403 974 8255. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary today on 770 CHQR.